Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Vilified, Janae's Story. Season 1, Episode 9. When it's over, it's over. The World Health Organization, or WHO, established in 2003 the World Suicide Prevention Day, which is September the 10th. According to their website, 703,000 people take their own lives. For every life taken, there are 20 people making an attempt or have the thoughts to the fact. Taking one's own life is the fourth leading cause of death for people 15 to 29 years old, according to the same website. It is stated that a person with severe mental illness died prematurely. Those same people deal with severe human discrimination, human rights violation, and stigma. The International Association for Suicide Prevention states that the taking of one's own life is higher amongst men than women. That in 2019, 77% of deaths due to suicide occurred in low to middle income countries. An individual with depression is 20 times more likely to commit suicide than those without it. Well, I see there's no getting rid of you. As you can tell from the title and the lead-in, this episode is no joke. I could have just allowed episode 3 to be it for this talk, but I needed to make sure others were aware of how serious this topic is. This is the second and final warning. This episode will deal with the realities of suicide, including the method 
but also the prevention. I do not mince words. This show is wrong and not for the sake of being wrong. I keep it unfiltered because I don't want to waste time, both yours and mine. If you are triggered by talk of suicide methods and crude language, I urge you to turn this off and listen to something prettier. Try a nice, funny podcast. This show will look into the ugly face of something very, very dark. And my friend, what is darker than death? So you ready? Here we go. My name is Janae, and this is my story. To be honest, you should not be listening to this if you're a minor or sensitive at this point. Hell, I've made, hell, I've made, what, eight episodes with the same disclaimer? I didn't magically change my mind. Anyhow, suicide, the ugliest stepsister. Oh, but how some people try to sweep it under the rug. It, like funerals, are both a threat and a reality to the mentally ill. It's like knowing death is one missed day of medication. That's right, you heard me. Light and dark can happen in just one day. How many times have you heard, he was just fine yesterday? Maybe he looked fine, talked fine, or even joked fine. But was he really? Did you check on him? I've read and heard a lot of people say suicide is selfish. That people who commit it are cowards. Really? Cowards? I think there's nothing greater than facing your own mortality. People dress it up and call it Susie, but let's call it spade a spade here, people. There's nothing beautiful poetic or mysterious to death. The simple fact is that for mentally ill people, death is a reality. My daughter M and I have discussed it to great lengths. I know that my use of the word suicidal can come across as the boy who cried wolf many times, but it is something me and my support system take very seriously. Because When I said missing a dose of medicine, I didn't stutter. I feel the effects of missing one immediately. They have a 24-hour shelf life. My moves immediately darken. The voices come rearing back and I spiral. I think of my voices as real people. I know you aren't supposed to do that. They do have a personality. They tell me to kill myself all the time. I used to think they were my own thoughts, but they are not. My meds help to control volume, not eradication or frequency, just to turn the volume down on those hateful, spiteful voices. I know what you're thinking. How do you know if someone's suicidal, right? First off, Just because someone is mentally ill, you should always know that the thoughts, whether present or dormant, can and most likely will surface at any given time. Meaning, 
Susie may not ever talk about it, but you can best believe they've thought about it, however briefly. Some warning signs are alcohol and drug use may start or increase. Withdrawal is a big, big factor. This may be from family, friends, or lovers. Mood swings. You gotta watch this one because it just might be they've skipped a dose of their meds. Impulsive or reckless behavior could be a factor, especially if you're voicing a curiosity of death, your own funeral, or a plan of action to facilitate your own demise. They could be collecting pills, especially sleeping pills. They may give away their material goods like favorite clothes, electronics, or items they've collected or treasured by firearms. They may get their personal life in order by coming up with a will or paying off debts. And finally, a kicker might be that they say goodbye to their friends and family. Red flag. This subject comes up with every therapist I've ever had. You see, I've never had a stint in a prolonged hospital, but I once was sent to a crisis center. To understand this, you have to know, I speak of suicide when I didn't know what to call it. My mind is a bit muddled, and when I am highly stressed, I need to admit. Most in my soul tribe, or the people I vibe with, that aren't my blood or are closer than my family know the game. I say suicidal when I skim the waters of it. Usually it's a dark thought coupled with a plan and stress. Yes, stress is a trigger for me. And the longer I suppress it or keep it bottled up, the louder my voices get. The more susceptible I am to stress, the more aggressive the suicide yearning gets for me. I have instructed my friends when I'm stable, when to ask questions, like, have you taken your medication? Do you have a plan? Do you need to call your doctor? Back then, I didn't have any of this. I just had me and him. And seeing that my medications were not stabilizing me, I started venting to my therapist and psychiatrist. This particular day was like any other. Warm sunshine greeted me when I left my home that morning. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. But inside, it was totally dark. 
meaning straight up black. I had no hope. And at the time, Em and I were not as close as we would become. I was convinced no one loved or needed me. Side note, I get very irritable when I'm depressed. And I was getting very irritated with having to switch to another psychiatrist. And I had to wait in the waiting area for 30 minutes over my scheduled time. You see, I was going to the public health unit and they were not efficient whatsoever. <laughs> but I digress. All I wanted to do was lay in bed and watch TV. But they kept telling me, that doctor is running late and will be with you in just a few more minutes. They added, you could come back as a walk-in. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, let me explain. A walk-in is when a person that doesn't have a schedule or appointment, they're placed on a list for the day. And if there's time, like when someone cancels, you are seen. There is no guarantee that you will meet with your doctor or have that much time to begin with. At the public health unit, it was boredom to the maximum. Why? Because the place didn't have service or Wi-Fi. I know, nightmare. Finally, I got to see the doctor. He asked me the same spiel that most doctors ask, and he asked me more the most because I was newly added to his roster. The final question, are you suicidal, came up. I answered honestly. I've said before that I cannot lie anymore. This got his attention. He then asked me if I had a plan. I said no, but I might walk into traffic. I know, I know, <laughs> red flag. But he started me on a new regimen of pills and he told me to see the nurse. He wanted me to come back within two weeks to check on me. But I waited for the nurse and I waited and I waited. And this was to the point that I was at the doctor's for at least about two hours when it usually takes between 30 to 45 minutes. This was highly unprofessional. So, I left. The doctor called and I missed that call. I went to the one place that made me happy at the time, the walking trails. Em and I walked for a while and talked about my health. Then we went home. About an hour later, there was a knock on my door. I don't like pop-ups, which are when people drop by your house unannounced. I don't like it, seriously. So I was pissed that anyone was at my house. I thought it was the rental people popping up or one of M's friends, but no, it was the cops. They were there for me. I was terrified and when I get scared, I get pissed off. Weird, I know. I asked them why they were at my house and they told me they were going to take me to a hospital. That fucking doctor had called in. I told them that I couldn't leave M by herself because she was a minor at the time. I think she was about 13 or 14. 
They said they'd wait on my mother to come and get her. Then off they went with me in tow. They took me to the center, the crisis center, and I had to wait for a bed, which meant I was up until 2 a.m. and I cried the entire time. They woke us up at six, I think about five or six in the morning to get blood drawn. And I spent that time waiting in the room with my roommate and I only came out to, to smoke cigarettes. When the psychiatrist saw me, I explained what happened. And after that, she asked me why I was sitting there. And I said, I didn't know. She told me she would release me. Not everyone is fortunate like me. Not everyone is listened to or seen or even heard. That's what it's like to be mentally ill. We want to be seen. We want our voices to matter. If you or anyone you love is thinking, planning, or even talking about suicide, first, don't panic. Listen to what they're saying. Maybe, like me, they want to vent. Don't just listen to speak. Listen. Truly listen. And if you feel that they might go through with it, you should call your country's emergency number. You can look it up online. Everything is online, so you can look it up and make sure that you keep up with them as they might need your help. Well, my friends, this is where I leave you. I hope you're all doing well. I hope you all have your support teams and are actively participating in you, your own journey. You are? Good. Remember, your blood doesn't automatically equal support. Sometimes you have to reach out to groups online for that. Remember, you can always reach me at JanaeTheWriter at Yahoo.com or visit my website at JanaeWritesIt.com. And as always, stand tall, my dears. 